Okay. So, as you can see, because we're sitting in it, <laughs> I have moved back into my apartment. <laughs> which is very exciting times. It is. Uh, and the move went mostly well, <laughs> considering the shit show that it was in Toronto. Yes. The absolute nightmare. <laughs> the hellscape. Uh, they only managed to break a vase, a teapot, a shot glass, a picture frame, and my bed. <laughs> so if anyone from Homeland Moving is listening, I got your number. Yeah, you're the worst. Yeah. Um, one thing that was not their fault but did get broken in transit was the real food disaster that we are going to be talking about today, <laughs> which was a bag of yeast. It exploded in transit. <laughs> Subsequently, my entire apartment is covered in yeast everywhere. There is not a goddamn surface that is not covered in yeast. Yeah, I did just walk into your bedroom and my f- feet, it's yeah. like a little gritty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have not had time to mop, okay? I, I can only do so much, Marika. That's fine. You're a busy lady. I'm a busy lady. It's genuinely a miracle that it's in the state that it's in right now. I mean, it, you look completely unpacked. Thank you. I have one box to do and then one box that is not mine that needs to get returned to Homeland Moving because I'm sure someone misses their ski boots. Homeland Moving, if you are listening, seriously. Um, anyways, so that's the food disaster that I'm currently experiencing. <laughs> and the food disaster that everybody else is currently experiencing is mad cow disease because I've been a mad cow at work recently. <laughs> uh, but besides that, it's a real disease and that's the food disaster we're going to talk about today. On Pantry Staples, the podcast where we dish on your favorite foods. I'm Marika. And I'm Emily. And uh, we're talking about some real grody stuff today. So Grody? Yeah, grody. Like, I'm sorry, anytime there's holes in something's brain, that's uh, grody as all hell. Yeah. So let's say the scientific names just off the top. So mm-hmm. bovine spongiform and if oh fuck I pronounced this earlier and I was like I got it encephalopathy. Yes, <laughs> thank you. And the human variant, mm. which is Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Oh. So yeah, I feel like I've heard that before, but not as. No, it's definitely something else. It's a variation on it, which comes mm. from eating tainted meat. But there's oh. something else like another disease that's separate from that. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I've, we've, sorry, just in no, general, we've, we've touched a little bit, like we did a brief mm-hmm. dipping of our toe into mad cow disease when we did our Wagyu episode mm-hmm. all those years ago. Throwback. Oh, also correction from an earlier episode as I should make. <laughs> so Maria very kindly brought Kvass over and it's not cloudy. Like I said, it was, it's clear and it's brown and it's very good. So if y'all want to listen to that fermentation episode and laugh at my idiocies, Please yes. do. Kombucha, kvass. Maybe we'll post some pictures of us eating. Drinking. Mm. Drinking. We'll, Drinking we'll be eating the kvass. No, that's the thing you can, though. She said that there's, like, it's like a cold soup that you do with kvass mm. as part of it. So it's, like, uh, vegetables like cucumbers and tomatoes and, like, that sort of thing with mm-hmm. sour cream. And then kvass in there to make, like, the broth of it almost, which sounds great to that me. That does sound good. Yeah, very refreshing for the summertime. I love a cold soup. I love any soup, as it turns out, which I feel like is always, I feel like I oscillate wildly between loving soup and hating soup. Yeah, I feel like very recently we were talking about how much you hate soup. Yeah, I know. I'm not consistent on this one point, okay? Uh, it's true. I can't be, can't be chained on this one. Anyways, um, back to the cows. Yes, the cra- those crazy cows. Those crazy cows. They're mad. Uh, so anyways, what does this disease do besides, you know, cause a lot of panic and make a lot of really fun headlines? It <laughs> is uh, creating sponge-like lesions on the brain and Ugh. symptoms include psychiatric symptoms, behavioral changes, movement deficits, memory disturbances, and cognitive impairments. Basically, these cows are walking around all janky because their legs in the back don't work and they're really like weird and 
fucked up and sometimes they're more aggressive and sometimes they're grinding their teeth because they're in so much pain and it sounds absolutely awful yeah, like they have sp- they have holes, holes in their brain like it's basically what happens is that there's these things like a misfolded protein is mm. what they're telling i don't really know what that looks like because i'm not a scientist no but it's called a prion and so once enough of these misfolded proteins like the prions develop mm-hmm. they like they mutate every time right so one mutates into two and three and etc right and so then you have like giant pieces of them basically and they are toxic to brain cells so then the brain cells just die and right, then, and just, like, get eaten away. Yeah. Wow. So gross. Anyways, so the worst part, I think, of this... Well, not the worst part. The worst part is these poor cows uh, <laughs> having to feel so much pain. But one of the worst things is that, like, they can contact this... Or, like, contract this disease. But it's, like, four to five years before we're going to see any symptoms. So they're oh. just incubating this the whole time. Oh, that's so scary. Right? Because then you just don't know. Like, you might have a perfectly healthy cow one day hopping around doing its little cow things. Mm-hmm. I don't think cows hop, but anyways. They do. They're so prancy. They're, li- they're a prancy animal, yes, right? Yes, they are. And uh, then the next day, they are just real sick. And then it's like weeks to months before they're dead. Wow. Like, it goes pretty quickly, considering. Which I guess is good if it's that painful. Yeah. I don't know. It's This is the whole thing about reading all this that really, like, kind of broke my heart. I'm just like, it's not about, like, anything besides the fact that we have created a really fucked up system where a bunch of cows had to experience a lot of pain, more so than just, like... The pain of being a... A, a slaughtered animal. Yes. Like, and this is the thing, too. Everyone dies. Cows, you know, whatever. Yeah. We have them for food. I eat meat. I'm not unaware of this but it's just like the idea of them living with that much pain and like we talked about this when we talked about chicken and how like they're in coops standing Mm. in their own shit with tits too big to break their legs like it's not a fun time and i think that's the worst like i don't know anyways yeah well it's i think the idea is it's yes we want to be able to eat these animals and have this food Mm -hmm. source but there's a certain level at like you still need to give them a quality of care yeah just there's no reason to be and like yeah i feel that it's okay that i eat meat because i would very happily have my body consumed by others if that was safe for them to do so it's obviously not it is rife with toxins rife (laughs) but you know i would happily have that plus i'm going to be too old by that point i mean i'm already too old for it but if i had been a baby and died (sighs) god damn it i would have been okay with this anyways um continuing on so one thing that's super important to note about this is heat does not kill this kind of tainted, like, tissue. So oh. once the disease is in it, you can't, like, heat it up and cook something, like, well done and be safe from it. Right. Like, it's not like a, like, you can't boil exactly it out. Hmm. Exactly. So once it's in there, like, the chances of, like, the risk goes up because mm-hmm. it's there. And sorry, is this mm. a, is it a virus or is it a... It's a disease. <laughs> Excuse you. I don't know that. That's what they say. It's a disease. Okay. There okay. you go. All right. All right. I've answered the question satisfactorily. <laughs> Thank you so much. So let's talk about some history, some timelines here. It was first discovered in 1986 in the UK, those grody UK uh, <laughs> folk. Also, I would just like to say that the UK is the US of Europe, and I feel that that stands because it's UK and US. Like, it's substantiated pretty firmly there. Also, just like the Yeah, people. that's that's definitely... For sure, yes, that's the thing. Like, if you've traveled anywhere and you see, like, a group of British people, like, mucking about in, like, Italy or something, and you're just like, ugh, I've told you about the time with the pizza in in Milan. (laughs) Truly horrifying. I will not get into this, but if anyone would like to hear this story, please DM me. I would love to shit talk these British chicks forever. (laughs) Anywho, um, 
So anyways, it was discovered in 1880, or sorry, 1986 in the UK. Between then and 2001, 180,000 cows were infected, which is like ridiculous. And that is infected. That is not how many were actually slaughtered. Yeah. Which is a much higher number. Yeah. Uh, so the timeline goes on and there's other stuff like that happens kind of like the 1993, but in 1990, before like all the rest of the cases are happening and all these other things, 1993, we see a Siamese cat named Max that gets infected with this, which is the first sign of the fact that this is now like something that can be transferred between species. Mm -hmm. And the first major red flag being like, "Uh Oh yeah. Like we've got the, like a spillover event. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, nobody's familiar with those these days. Um, anyways, so January, 1993, a thousand new cases were being reported per week in Britain. This is at the peak of this kind of like outbreak basically. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. 1996, we see the first reported case of a human variant. Okay, so 10 years later? Yeah, yeah, about that much, yeah. Wow. Exactly, okay. about that much. Uh, which is pretty good considering, like, it means people weren't eating a lot of tainted meat, but still <laughs> real grody. Yeah. Uh, anyways, 1996, still, after this first case spills over into human form, mm-hmm. uh, the EU bans British beef. France continues this ban for an additional three years, which I feel like is very salty. Some might it's... say beef jerky because <laughs> of the level of salt. Um, I was... Like, that's not funny, but I had it in my head and I had to <laughs> yes, say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, also, I just love that France is so like, meh, 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 meh. we will not have your beef. No, no, no. Yes, no beef. always, always. Um, anyways, good practice anyways. Like, contain the, the fucking problem. Yeah, and not just be like, not trusting the UK beef manufacturers who have a stake and being like, no, no, like, all good. Like, we're totally fine. This is one of the other things. So it was... um. I had the year somewhere, but I didn't write it down. So, of course, of course there were reparations like not reparations that's the wrong word there was compensation Mm. for every cow that was slaughtered because it was infected for a while but in the first bit it was only 50 percent of the cost or like the value of the animal yeah so people were a hundred percent lying about whether or not their animals were infected because they didn't want to lose out on a buck which is genuinely so sad that people have to like again capitalism's a bitch yes it's so sad that people have to make a decision between like my livelihood as a cattle farmer or my ability to keep the public safe yeah, and, like, obviously they're shitheads for picking that one, but, like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, when it's you're having to destroy your entire... Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, maybe they don't know. Maybe they're like, I don't know, it seems fine over here. Like, seems like we had one and everything's probably okay. Like, But because it's so dor- it has that dormancy yeah, period. Yeah, exactly. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 2003, a Canadian cow is first infected. Do you remember this? I remember this. I remember being on the playground and people losing it. <laughs> they were so excited. They're like, you have mad cow disease. Yes. I'm like running around. Yes. Yeah. That's all I remember. But like, again, yeah. we work in a steakhouse. People talk about it with much less fond memories. <laughs> um, anyways, so this first Canadian cow is like kind of the start of this whole outbreak in North America. Obviously, mm-hmm. there is now a U.S. cow soon after that gets infected. I believe that is, yeah, like maybe six months later, Mm -hmm. but I believe, and there's like not a hundred percent certainty on this, but the cow was actually originally from Canada that got into Mm. the States. So our bad on that one. (laughs) Um, Mm. originally the U S as well as Japan, Mexico, and South Korea, which I find a very interesting addition, uh, ban the import of Canadian beef. And then once the cow in the U S is detected, they ban U S consumption as well. Uh, they're like, nah, uh, 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 don't even, don't even try with me. Um, anyways, the interesting thing about the cow in Canada, it was born four months before the use of brain and spinal cord tissue was banned from use in feeds. 
So, I have so many first thoughts. of all, disgusting. Uh, that's so that's d- why the grody comment on that's this. It's so gross. It's so gross. And this is like the thing that I, like, I don't even have anything intelligent to say about it. I just want to keep highlighting, like, how disgusting that we give a herbivore a feed that has cannibalistic elements. Like, that's spinal horrifying. tissue. Spinal Brains. Tissue. Brains. Like, it, anyways, I'll continue on. So, 20, or sorry, 2004, because the cow was discovered in, I believe, December of 2003, 2004 in January. The U.S. says it's going to slaughter 130 cows that were herd mates with the infected cows. The one infected cow, sorry. So now this is 130 dead cows just because of one, which is very sad. Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense because it is of course so it contagious makes sense. and like you can't be. But yeah, we didn't the, the kill everybody who got COVID. <laughs> I'm just saying. These poor cows. Yeah, they should have just been sent to a nice pasture. I just get to live them. out like they're not. Nah, they would have been uncomfortable anyways. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, it's fine. Anyways, so in 2004 as well, the USDA says that chicken waste and restaurant scraps are now banned from cow feed. Let me repeat that: chicken waste and fucking restaurant scraps. That's disgusting. You're putting rotten old meat and chicken shit into the feed that's going into cows that are then going to be consumed by humans. Literal shit. Literal Mm -hmm. shit in these things. And again, I'm aware that like there are so much wrong with the way that we process animals these days. And I should be a vegetarian. And I'm sure that everyone who is a vegetarian is not shocked by this news. And I wasn't necessarily shocked either, but just like, again, having it brought to the forefront is definitely like an uncomfortable situation to find. Yeah. But I think that's like, it's fine. You just want to make sure that whatever you're eating is Mm -hmm. coming from a place that doesn't do that. Like, do that as much as you can. Like I know it's it's so hard. Because this is the trouble. Is sometimes you just really want a McDonald's hamburger, and now you know you're eating chicken shit. <sighs> Anyways, yeah. uh, there is also in 2004 an inquiry uh, by the Commodity Futures Trading Commission to see if somebody knew about mad cow disease before it was public knowledge. So this is mm. not just a big deal in terms of like the cattle industry. Not just a big deal in terms of like health and safety of like general consumers but it's a financial issue as well because obviously if you knew about that that's a huge chunk of cash that's going to it i think it ended up being 11 billion dollars that was lost because of this oh my goodness in like and the peak of it in the u.s and because like they're the people who knew ahead of time and like sold out their stocks and stuff mm-hmm. oh, people are such assholes they're so rude <laughs> anyways um in, in total 65 nations put full or partial bans on the uh, against U.S. beef. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just gonna... Did we have the situation kind of like under control in Canada by that point or are we still... It was... This is the thing though is like it was never really as explosive as it was in the U.K. Like mm. we didn't have the same level of outbreak. Like obviously there was animals and I think it seems here like... I don't know. The total numbers are like iffy yeah. at best but well, the timeline's so much shorter like they have like yeah 12 14 years in the uk yeah that's crazy yeah but like okay june 20th 2004 charlene saying the first person known to live in the u.s with the variety of this like the human variant mm. dies mm. so then let's see we have another 10 year old dairy cow in alberta in 2005 so that's the second one and then a little bit later june 20 or 24th of 2005 the second u.s case of it is confirmed in cows or in humans cows Mm -hmm. for these um like i don't know 2008 is when we're first able to test live cows as opposed to autopsies wow which is like such that's like 22 years after the initial like 
find, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's 22 years. Like, that's a long time for us oh. to have just been like, I guess we'll just burn the whole thing. Like, hope for the best. Yeah, like, the only way we can find out is yep. after the fact. Another hilarious thing that I find really funny is March 10th, 2019, an anti-malaria drug known as quinacrin, which had reportedly shown promise against mad cow disease, is found to have no effect on the disease, according to British Medical Studies. Everybody really wants to use malaria medication for something besides malaria. They're very interested in this. It's like, no, I think we're good. It's already got a very uh, mm-hmm. useful purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no kidding. 2012, the USDA confirms the fourth case uh, of bad cow basically Mm -hmm. i will just say that instead of the bovine one um the announcement maintains that the cow was never presented for slaughter for human consumption and poses no risk which is the thing is like if you get this in dairy cows it's mostly it's well it's not mostly it is no issue oh really like obviously it's very sad for the animal that's like sick and in pain but that like the product that's coming from that animal isn't tainted in any way shape or form it's exclusively the meat that's a problem that's really interesting i guess Mm -hmm. huh because it would still be affecting, like, milk as a protein, too, but... Huh. Yeah, I have no idea. Anyways, 2014, after 15 years, the United States lifts the ban on beef from the European Union pending inspections. I don't know. <laughs> 2016, France confirms the first case since 2011. Mm. So, that's kind of a timeline just there. And isn't that crazy, though? But, like, this is... It's not not... A thing anymore like yeah. there's still option like potential for not options there's still potential for this to happen which is crazy like they haven't fully eradicated it no. and because of the potentially kind of spontaneous nature of this mm-hmm. it can still happen one cow can have this kind of anomaly like a cancer in a way i guess right and then because they're using mm-hmm. cow in their own cow feed like that's horrible are and, they still doing that or do they well, not not as much anymore this is the thing. So some cows, and it depends on country, it depends on the regulations, all of this. Yeah. There isn't like a clear defined kind of policy across the board. Mm-hmm. Of course, shocking. Um, but the long and short of it is, I will get to this later, but you can't use like tainted tissues potentially or like things that are like higher risk. Right. And most animals, it's not like an option. Mm-hmm. So in efforts to stop the spread in the UK, animals over 30 months are not allowed to enter the human food supply. In Europe, they must be tested after 30 months. In North America, tissue of concern is not allowed to be used in animal feed or pet food. This tissue of concern is things like the brain, spinal cords, trigeminal ganglia, intestines, eyes, tonsils. So that's a specific risk material. And in slaughterhouses in North America, mm-hmm. uh, or US and uh, Canada, and the UK, actually, those have to be disposed of in a very specific way mm. in order to prevent them from entering the food, like, the supply. Yeah. Or just any of that wow. bacteria around. Ew. So, total, four million cows oh were killed gosh. in the UK in efforts to stop the spread. It's believed that several million cattle with the condition entered the food supply during the outbreak. Several million. That's so scary. Uh, one of the unexpected side effects of this is that... Because animal feed, like, using the animal byproducts weren't able to be used as feed anymore in Mm. the UK, there was a crazy uptick in soybean sales in the US. Because Mm -hmm. it's a crop that's typically used to feed animals with, but because it doesn't grow very well in the UK, they're just like, "Mm, we'll we'll just just use cows. (laughs) Yeah, use, you know, what's readily on hand. But because they couldn't do that anymore, mm-hmm. they started buying all the soybean from the U.S. So that's pretty nifty. Yeah, big soy coming in. Big soy, you know. 
Do we know? So you're saying in 1986, that's when they first, it was like happened in the UK. Mm-hmm. But do they have any evidence of this happening like before? Like, no, no. That's like the first time we see this developing like ever. It's not to say that we didn't potentially have one or two, but I don't think it was noticed if it was like there was no option for it. There was some scientists in the UK who mm-hmm. tried to blame this entirely on like some sort of feed or something that came from India, which I thought was hilarious oh my gosh. because Indians and cows seems like a hilarious <laughs> little thing there anyways. Um, and they're like, yeah, it's because of you guys, like you fucked up the whole supply chain and everybody was immediately like, nah, no. like, calm right the fuck down. <laughs> Pretty sure. We've had zero cases and also nah. So mm-hmm. that's that. That is the main facts I have, but I did just want to reiterate, like how crazy that we are so dependent on like, a really broken system. <laughs> so yes, like the disastrous elements in this mm. case. I mean, first of all, obviously a disaster. The four for million cows that had to four die. Four million cows that had to die. How many people? I guess it's still two hundred thirty. Two hundred thirty because of this. All right, that's like that's a, a lot, lot, surprisingly, right? And that's just from eating like the the tainted, tainted beef. Yeah. And like. That's not a fun death either. Like you're not having a good time. No, and it's such like a like a weird like. Also, how embarrassing. <laughs> not to be that bitch, but yeah, it is embarrassing. I would be so mad if I died from mad cow disease. I would rather people think that I got like, I don't know, run over by a motorcyclist while I picked a wedgie in the street, <laughs> which honestly is probably how I'll go. I was just gonna say that sounds like a way that you maybe would die. Iconic. Oh my god. Anyway, other disastrous elements. Um, like, I mean, if we care about capitalism, not great for all those people. McDonald's had a rough, I feel like I read a headline that was like a rough fourth quarter pounder, um, <laughs> which was bad because like they were really trying to expand their business into Europe. And mm. because of this entire scandal, nobody was buying the hamburgers. Like nobody. Yeah. Not even like, but it didn't even matter because one, they couldn't import into the into US or into the UK or yeah. the European Union anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even the beef, but like people were still tripping. Of course they would. Like I, yeah, of course you would. Of be. course you would. It's be. very dangerous. And like legitimately <laughs> business suffered for anywhere that sold primarily beef. I mean, I guess, like, it totally makes sense, but it's also just, like, how long this went on. Yeah. And I feel like people only really cared about it in their first kind of, like, five years. Like, the, or not the mm-hmm. first five years, but, like, that kind of 2000 to, like, 2005-esque time where people yes. were, like, well, or 2003 to 2008 or whatever, once the cow was in North America, or at least for us, because that's what we know. But obviously yeah. people in the UK and the uh, European Union were much more stressed out before. <laughs> Stressful time. Stressful time. There's still like a like an inspection and like advisory board in Scotland to deal with this. Like it's still something they're on about. Smart. Yes, yeah. There should be. And just like there should be less cannibalism in the beef industry. <laughs> Forced cannibalism. Forced cannibalism. Oh, it's so sad. It just seems like there has to be another way. Like, how is it cheaper to be feeding? Well, in the end, it's not because you have to kill a lot of animals. <laughs> like maybe this is the thing. Why don't you just pay the costs up front? Why don't you just buy nice feed for your animals? It's insane that a cow that just grazes on grass all the time <laughs> is now eating eyeballs. Oh, like truly horrifying. 
poor cows. I know. And you see pictures of them. They look all like, like their butts are sagging because they can't like walk properly. Because they've got holes in their brains. Yeah. Does it, do the symptoms present in humans the same way? Like you get holes in your brains? I think like on autopsies, it does look the same, but I don't think that we're like having quite the same level of like jankiness. <laughs> like, but yes, yes, yeah. pretty much. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Again, a bad way to go. Very bad way to go. Yeah. I know this is short, but I didn't really want to dwell on it anymore because it was kind of grossed out. I know. Just like, wow. Yeah. It's funny that like, yeah. Okay. So just thinking back, like I totally remember when this all happened and it was like, oh my gosh, mad cow, mm-hmm. right, get away from me. You're a mad cow. Yep. <laughs> it's a great childhood. It's a great childhood taunt. <laughs> but then like, yeah, I, I guess because I don't eat beef, but never even thought about it since. No. And it's still a thing. Totally. But like very, very minorly. And I think after 2008, when they could detect it in live animals, like that was a big game changer. Mm-hmm. And like, there are definitely like tightening of regulations. Like, oh, one thing that was really interesting. So the ban, like mm-hmm. Japan and the US had like, Japan had a ban on US beef because yes. they're like, absolutely not. Yes. So then finally, there's like trade that's been resumed in this regard. Mm-hmm. And it's not because people feel comfortable with it. They're just like, we really, need we make need more money. Like, make more money and also just like, this political alliance must continue. Mwahaha. <laughs> yes. And so people are like, ugh, fine. US beef, I guess. Then one day they open a box and what do they find in it? A fucking spinal cord. Ugh. Which is one of these banned <laughs> things. So, like, that was a big shit show. Which just again proves that the US sucks in terms of keeping their food safe. Like, they again, just... romaine lettuce very recently. <sighs> Trash. Again with the romance, there was there was a thing with onions being banned too. Really? When was yeah, that? I don't know. I was in the grocery store the other day, and it was like there was a big sign on all the onions that were like, "We promise that these onions aren't from any of those suppliers that have Suck. been recalled." Huh? It's like okay, well, how can I trust you, Safeway? I can't. I, I don't can't. Have but I'm going for to. shit. You know, I live in a food desert now. It's very upsetting. <laughs> I don't think you do. I know. I just say that because I hate the independent and I feel like the Kins doesn't have the nicest produce and I'm too lazy to walk five blocks in a different direction. It's the worst. Having to walk for more than like five minutes to get groceries is... And like, I literally just have to cross the street. It's very quick. But I think the thing that gets me is like, I need to get one of those wheelie bags. You do actually. They're great. You have one. My mom does. Mm, She's a genius. I would like one too. Yeah. All right. Christmas gifts right there. Yeah, well, that's short and tragic. Yeah, episode. short and tragic indeed. Um, sorry for being such a bummer, but apparently this whole season is a bummer. There is, I guess, a slight upside that like things are slightly less gross in terms of like beef supply now. Yeah, like slightly, slightly less gross. That's yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the thing with all of these disasters. Like something terrible happens, and people are like, "Hmm, I guess we need to like." Kind of get our lives together a little bit. <laughs> Put a regulation in order. Uh, so that's good. Uh, also upside, this is the first episode where the Irish aren't being totally slagged. Oh my god, the Irish, I mean, their, the their cows were 100% still in play with this, <laughs> but we did not blame them for it, so that's nice. That's nice. Irish people. They Glad did. we didn't have to talk smack this week. <laughs> they get a week off. <laughs> <laughs> but next week, god damn it, we're back on it. <laughs> Just you wait. Mm. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. You can follow us on Instagram at Pantry Staples Pod. You could rate, review, or subscribe. 
you know, tell your friends, tell your foes. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Bye. Yeah, we'll talk to you uh, later. <laughs>